0: Okay, so it's been a while, but welcome to Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia, episode six. I clearly got very busy. I work a lot, work very hard, as I tell a lot of people all the time. But I have st- not been practicing as much as I should, and that's my fault. So please excuse the bad playing and the breaks during this episode. In this episode, we talked to our former manager at the and Pond, Kylie Turner. And we hear some pretty great stories about Athens and Athens and music. And I've got a pretty crazy story about Greg Allman. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode six of Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. Okay, welcome to Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. I'm Carrie Kelly, as per usual. This is episode six. And today we have an interesting scenario. We have a, a guest slash co-host. Ooh. Yeah.
1: It's Kyle me. Turner. Hey. Hey. Hey, How Kyle. Are
0: How are you? It's
1: good to be here, Carrie. I'm super excited. I think this is such a cool podcast.
0: Thank you, I'm Kyle. glad to be a part of it. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. I want to be a part of it. I know. I wanted you to be a part of it, especially with I know. my... Oh, what? No, I'm a part, part of it. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, So I'm going to give a quick update since Mm -hmm. my last lesson. I've actually had two lessons uh, since my last podcast Mm. because I was very busy with things such as Athfest. Yeah. Oh, and let me go ahead and mention, we are recording live here, not live, but at the Rook and Pond. Yes. So that you may hear some noises in the background.
1: Yes. People walking around.
0: Going to the bathroom. I
1: think it adds to the ambiance. Yeah.
0: It does. Okay. And especially because we have this connection. Yes. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, um, yeah, so, uh, so I've, sa- I've taken two lessons from Kevin at Chicks, Kevin Fleming, great teacher. Um, and so uh, we've learned some techniques, like uh, the slide, which I've already kind of learned, and the hammer-on. I think I've already talked about those. And then I just kind of put those together, and my new song is called Worried Man's Blues, which I will play later i'm not good at it don't don't get excited wait. no it's gonna be don't great get excited. Not... that's
1: that's the whole point it's like you get to yeah, see I'm this gonna progression get better. maybe I like that. in
0: three years i'm gonna
1: be like cooking up some biscuits Ex- chucking on some corn and Just <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait exactly uh
0: so i have uh, one quick story and then i like to talk about Athos. Mm-hmm. my quick story is that since my take my last podcast with my mother in jekyll island we take that on oh, Jekyll awesome. Island. yeah uh, we actually, on the way home from that, stopped, my mom was a big Allman Brothers fan, as am I, but of course she kind of grew up with them, you know? So we, uh, it was the, the funeral for Greg Allman was going on, oh, on wow. when we were driving back up. So my mom wanted to just stop by the cemetery mm-hmm. after it was over. Cause we had, we would have missed, you know, the funeral and everything, sure. which, which is fine. I didn't want to go to a funeral anyway, but, um, but I thought, okay, I'll take her to the to the graveyard or whatever, and she can put a flower down or something. That's so we awesome. actually took some shell. We got some shells. We'll like we'll put a shell, you know, on the on the um, the grave or whatever. So when we got there, um, it, you know, it's this huge cemetery in Macon. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of the name of it. Rose something. Anyway, um, and so it's kind of like uh, those big. It's kind of like those New Orleans cemeteries, you know. It's like right, yeah, like really Savannah. Yes, yeah, like Bonaventure kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So we, uh, we drove back and you could kind of see where people were walking. So we parked and we started to walk back. And well, when we got back there, it was just still there was no one there, but it was just still like the hole in the ground was completely open
1: with the, with casket. the casket in it. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: It was like, I'm very uncomfortable now. And so. Should we
1: be here? Maybe. Yes, exactly. I don't know. I like, like, guess we there was are probably here There were like 30 now, or 40
0: so. people there. Where there, hmm. there had been you know, a couple thousand.
1: Oh, like thirty or forty right around you, or just in the
0: well. They didn't, of course, let you down by the where the hole was right then because they were actually filling it in. Like it was there. Yeah, it was there. And so, um, so I was like, I knew my mom kind of wanted to pay her respects or whatever. So I was like, well, we can sit and wait because they were starting to fill it in. You could see. But basically, we sat there and kind of watched them do this. It was so surreal.
1: Greg, almond. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Interesting because you know the theme last year sadly was losing a lot of great artists right which seemed to like there seemed to be a lot of um a lot of amazing people last year but that's every every year we you know you know we kind of just lose these amazing artists um so getting the chance to be there
0: yeah during
1: that time for for one of those artists is pretty surreal it, was, it
0: is it was very because you hear
1: about these things but you don't See it. You're, right. not, you're not there to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, we weren't like going to see share or anything. We just thought there'd right. already be a gravestone and everything. Well, there was. There's a like gravestone and right. nothing. Literally, it was just like a square hole right. in the ground.
1: That makes me think about like the unity around artists and, like, from fans, like, mm-hmm. like when Freddie Mercury died or something, you know, immediately, as soon as the news got out, there was people around his house there in, in England. Exactly. With, like a vigil, you know? Like, uh, yes. And you you were there. you were, People were really grieving. Um, and, so you and, get to and, grieve your favorite artist. Right.
0: That's exactly what was going on, because hmm. everybody was sitting back. There was kind of a, a security... Nobody was trying to get up there, clearly. Sure. That would have been very morbid, but... um but there was a security guy there just kind of making sure people didn't take pictures, of course, and nobody really was. Maybe one every now and then would kind of come up, cause, but yeah. probably not the best idea to take a picture, like, of the hole in the ground, obviously. Sure. So um, People
1: were being pretty reverent. Yeah, though. yeah. That's
0: good. So, you know, it was a lot of, you could tell they were kind of around my mom's age, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit younger, you know, um, that kind of crew and group, and so it was kind of neat to see them. Well, finally, you know, the dirt gets put on, it's done, and they there was only maybe... Two or three kind of big flower bouquets, you mm-hmm. know, and they just kind of laid them on the dirt mound, and then they left, like the the the, the uh, what do you call it, gravediggers, you know, or whatever, like yeah. the yeah those people. Guess, There's a word for it.
1: What's it Anyway, God, it's like the groundskeepers. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah.
0: So um. So then everybody started to kind of make their way down, uh, because Dwayne Almond and the other Almond brother, great. Not the the one from the almond brothers mm-hmm. grave was right there too, but it was beautifully manicured like there was a fence I mean perfect oh. green grass I mean this was like if you were just walking down the street and there was like dirt on the ground and there's you know that's where the Craig almond grave is of course they're gonna make it look nice I'm sure, sure. So anyway, we're around this grave when we we did put our little seashells down but so there's about thirty or 40 people there I mean just sobbing you know so oh. and I wasn't really. I wasn't really. I mean, I liked Almond Brothers, but it it wasn't like you know.
1: You didn't have the same connection. Exactly, I didn't have the same connection as, as a lot of
0: these people clearly wow. did. And so, you know, so then a, a guy gets up. He's like, "Would any you know would anyone like me to say a prayer?" So everyone said yes. So a lot of people were holding hands, and and he said a little, maybe a one minute little thing, and and I mean, just everybody was hugging. And I mean, it got to the point where I was getting choked up wow. because these people were so. And I get it. I mean, there's people like that that I like, you know, musicians or whatever, especially musicians. I think they get to you maybe even more than actors, you know, because they write the music, they, you know what I mean? Because
1: true uh, true art, you know, um, isn't always, like, it's rare, and it's beautiful and wonderful, and when, you know, when you love an actor like, a truly great actor. Uh, I like to think of, like, maybe Philip Seymour Hoffman or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 right. Um, or, you know, even people who acted on stage like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. Or like, um, Ian McKellen or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, these great, like, monolithic actors. Right, yes. Um, they really, really pour themselves into it. But then there's, like, a lot of blockbuster hits. And now, of course, it's the same way with music. There's a lot of blockbuster hits, exactly. but there are those artists who, like, literally their their soul yeah. is recorded in audio. And yeah, they really put themselves out there, their entire being, um, their guts and their soul and their whole right. life. So you feel that closeness with them that's right palpable. And it's, so,
0: and he lived in Richmond Hill, which know is them. really near where I grew up. Yeah, you feel like you do. Yeah. So anyway, we stayed there for, we were there for probably two hours total, and then, you know, we, and as we're walking out, my, they could see, you know, that my mom was clearly moved, and so people, like strangers, were just grabbing her and hugging her oh. and stuff, and, and it was just this, just this amazingly weird experience that, you know, I, I'll never forget, that's for sure, but, um, you know, I just wanted to kind of recap that, hmm. because I wanted it permanently recorded.
1: Yeah, that's a significant moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, good talk, Kyle. And uh, let's move on and talk about AthFest a little bit. Yeah, speaking yeah.
1: of music, last week was awesome. I mean, AthFest is always awesome. And this year, here at The Rook and Pong, we were, like, super prepared. We were so ready. Yes. And busy. We had, our, like, Saturday it rained out. Like we, we were, you know, slammed and everything was going great. And it started raining. And it didn't stop. It was, like, right. torrential. Right, <laughs> right. And... We just had to, I guess, pack up, yeah. shop. It really sucked. I mean, you know, people kind of ran inside and we were still having a good time. People were still drinking and playing games and right. stuff. But the parking lot, the music outside had to be put on hold. I guess right. everybody just started to kind of pour into the inside venues and yeah, continue their FS music experience that way. But it was a good time this year, yeah. you know?
0: I mean, y'all were, I mean, I clearly, you know, you and Tim and um, probably more people than I know, I kind of worked on this more than I, way more than I did. I did nothing. And, um, and so, um, but, um, yeah, I would tell Tim like how impressed I was this year. I mean, the setup, everything was just perfect. You know, I think just so too. absolutely perfect. Yeah. So, Thank um, you. and then the music was so good. know, yeah, I came up on Sunday afternoon only cause just cause I get a little stressed. I knew I would get too stressed if sure. I was up here too much. And so. you had the boys and I had the boys. Yeah. So, um, so I, I came up here, brought them up and, um, and I heard two two bands. One was the Broken String Band, I think, hmm. and then the other one was Bev- uh, it was another band, but with Beverly Watkins, I think, or Guitar Watkins, they call her. She's like 78 yeah. years old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wailing. Yes. On that guitar, I was yes. like, man, see?
1: That was a great show. I mean, Holy like, crap. I'm
0: 38 right now. You know, like, I got 40 years.
1: You're going to be an banjo. incredible guitarist. Yeah. That is such a cool testament to a, it's never late in life kind of thing. Like right. literally, literally, it's never. L- literally, literally, it's never <laughs> too late to do anything. <laughs> that's what. That's why I love this podcast, and I'm glad to be here because I love new endeavors.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: New endeavors. As
0: you are about to embark on one, which we'll discuss Ooh, yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. So, Athos, and just. If you're not in Athens and don't know what Athens is, uh, it's just a kind of a, I guess, a regional music festival. They try to kind of yeah. keep things local. But here in Athens, it's right in front of our place, the Rook and Pond. Um, the stage is the main stage. And yeah. then they have some musicians that play in kind of, they call it the club crawl. So inside and mm-hmm. I like a 40 watt George theater, live there's, wire, I think. There's
1: like, a, yeah, there's like mm-hmm. another little tiny stage on Hull Street.
0: Yeah. Is that the only two stages?
1: I think those are the only two outside stages. Yeah. And then there's... Yeah, all these, all the like major venues in town,
0: and then the kids stage. There was a little kids stage. I oh, saw yeah, them playing. Yeah. That was so neat. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so just a really great thing. All the vendors and the kids area. I mean, this year I think just everybody was on point.
1: I agree. I mean, I spent a lot of money. That I because like, <laughs> I, I, I went around and. There's so many cool artists and makers, yes. and I was like, "Oh my God!" I they know. like want me to spend money. <laughs> no. There's so many cool things. I had to buy that, and of course, love getting all that stuff locally. Yes, local makers. So, yeah, FEST. I would agree. Like yeah. good point. Ath-Fest, like this year, everybody was on it.
0: On it. All right. So we're gonna take a little break. We'll be back to talk to Cal more in just a sec.
1: I feel so rested are after you that so, break. It's
0: such a long break. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, thanks
1: for waking me back mm. up.
0: Yes, no So problem. fresh. Mm.
1: Oh, hang on. My cucumbers are still in my eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good sound effects. Michael Winslow. Do you know who Michael Winslow is? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't he
1: the sound effects guy? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, the guy that, that makes made all the noises. No, um, from, from um, police, police Academy. academy. Yeah. yeah. And Spaceballs.
1: That's and my play. impression. I'm going to take my cucumbers off now.
0: <laughs> oh, that was...
1: So is he good. here right now? Yeah, Michael? Michael?
0: <laughs> Mikey? Mike? He's here. Alright, so <laughs> that's now. my only one though. <laughs> Mine's
1: <laughs> Michael. Ow. You go to the bathroom for that. That is impro- inappropriate.
0: <laughs> P Okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this is a of course an audio <laughs> podcast. There's no visual aspect. Oh, no. But I like your necklace.
0: Oh, yeah. We were talking I wore about that the, it the other day. Too. Thank you, I know. I, mean, I loved like it. A, I mentioned it
1: the other day. I really like it.
0: It's. A, I got it at Epiphany.
1: <gasps> Interesting. Yes. Isn't that? Where is that? Where is that? Oh That's, my gosh! It's
0: right next door you to don't the broken pond. Say. I say.
1: <laughs> you do.
0: Yes. I'm a like wonderful it. store. Uh, they have really cool clothes and jewelry and stuff like that. So and they give lots to charity. So which is like their whole thing. They do. So um, Epiphany, Athens, Georgia. Not a sponsor yet. Ooh. Uh, no, I, would, I wouldn't do that. They, um, they're sponsors. All right. Free sponsorship. So, um, okay. We're going to talk about your musical history. Okay. I'm just going to ask you some questions.
1: Sure, please.
0: Do you, I know the answer to some of these, but I'm still okay. going to ask you. Yeah. So just act like a dent.
1: Okay. Okay. Kyle. Yes.
0: Do you play any instruments?
1: So, <laughs> I will say, um, the last, gosh, like the last, it's been so long now since I, like, regimented, you know, I had regimented time where I played music like that. I really had a kind of, like, a practice, you know, that I really had Um, what would you say, kind of like a...
0: Like a... Like a... Just my
1: thing. It I was your thing. My, yeah. I don't, my instrument. I have done, you know, a lot of different things with music over my life. Never by any means been, you know, there's some people who are just amazing, like, career musicians yes. who literally speak the language of, yes. of music. we talked about
0: this on the um, podcast, yes.
1: Like, I, when I did it, I I only did what I could do. I wasn't, like, one of the... Like, a, I played drums. Yeah. Probably, like, it was, like, my longest experience playing music. And I wasn't, like, a jazz drummer who could just literally hop in with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, give me a, you know... Yeah, yeah. Give me a time signature and a tempo. Right. And they just go for it. And they're just, like, so fluid and so natural. I was nowhere near that. Yeah. I kind of was just okay at doing what I needed sure. to. Sure. Um, and never really dug deeper into it. I have to say, I've never, really like. I love music, mm-hmm. and I've been around it my whole life, um, but I've never been a musician to that extent. Maybe I will be someday.
0: Yeah,
1: which is the point got of this podcast. Of time. Apparently. Yeah. So, I love. I play drums. That was kind of my instrument.
0: Um, uh, yeah, and, and tell us how you learned to play drums, like from the beginning, because I love this story.
1: Oh, like literally, there was, there was like one Christmas where I got rock band. That's awesome. With the drum set. And I was like, I started playing it. And um, and my dad actually bought me a drum set, like a real one, like right at that same time. So I was playing both. Like I would play rock band. And like I was pretty good at it because yeah. it was a video game. Yeah. It wasn't like a real thing. Right. Um, but then I would go upstairs and practice like, you know, I'd play like the real right. drums. And kind of just started super, super basic. Just yeah. like crawling around on the floor like a baby. Just like, you know, <laughs> you know <I> just, <laughs> help me. And it sounded horrible <laughs> screeching. Um,
0: you should have heard me play the banjo. Yeah. You're, you're about to hear the same thing. Kind of see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you start to, you just get, I just, you know, just messing around. I got better-ish um, and had fun. I was having fun, even if it was by myself, and I started kind of practicing some of my favorite band right. songs and and eventually started a band of my own with some friends and and did that for a while. It was cool. And how old were
0: you around when you were doing this?
1: Gosh, seven, 16. Teenager. Yeah. yeah. 16, 17. High school. Yeah. Yeah. Age. It was it was like right before I moved to Athens.
0: Okay, from I moved Atlanta. Here when, Yeah.
1: Or yeah, just outside of Atlanta, Atlanta like yeah. when yeah. but I, yeah. I moved here when I was 18, so was like from the height of like 15 until 17 I was playing drums.
0: Yes. Okay, good. And uh do you still do you still have that drum set? No.
1: No. Um mm. there was uh, I had my my starter set that I beat just to absolute it was just destroyed yeah. like i played it and destroyed all of it it was cheaper it was great it was fun but i, I definitely beat it up and it was uh, i replaced it later with i had this tama set that was like awesome yeah. and it was there's was this band called the chariot mm-hmm. i didn't even really I, they, a lot of a lot of the kids i knew like listened to them uh-huh. they're definitely like a big band in that scene i guess you know they um, but I bought their, like, one of the drum sets they used to record in the studio. Oh, really? Like, a friend had, he just was like, hey, these people are selling this drum kit. Do you want to buy it? It's, like, a super good deal. So that was my, that was my.
0: That's cool. My
1: main, my main kit. And that was the one that I played all the, um, you know, like, we recorded those albums.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because, yeah, you were in a band. Yeah. And what was your band's name?
1: Oh, I don't even want to. It's okay. so long. I don't ah, even want to talk about ee. it. <laughs> no, it was a long time ago. It was like a high school. It was definitely, um, like, a high you. school metal yes. band. It was so much fun. Uh, and it's still out there, I'm it sure it's I've
0: seen it on YouTube. I just we, I can't remember it. the name or I uh, would say it. It was
1: Asley Steak. That's A A-S-L-E-I-G-H- Space. Yeah, space. S-T-A-K-E, like a steak, like a wooden steak. Like a
0: wooden
1: stake. Um I love
0: that. It was like Yeah, what was
1: the style? So we're like so we were like a super it was like a super heavy, like thrashy metal band, and the idea was like was like a witch at the stake or something like this witch burning at the stake. Okay. Um so,
0: because who were your influences? So, what kind of music leading into Segway Right. What did you start like when you first got into music? What kind of music were you into? How old were you?
1: Okay, so going way back, the first my first favorite band ever. I was probably like five years old or something, yeah. five or six years yes. old, and some of the kids that I hung around had older siblings yeah. that were all into like punk uh, and and ska and yes. and hardcore, like yes. Atlanta hardcore and stuff like that. But mostly that, like, really upbeat, like, kind of ska stuff. I really, I was just a kid, and yeah, I really, yeah, of course. super energetic, and the horns, and it's bouncy and fun. And I really liked ska when I was a kid, I guess. And uh, it really clicked with me. And there was this band called the Skedaddles.
0: Okay. And I I feel I like loved, I've heard of them. I
1: love them. Yeah. They were like, they were from here in Georgia, and I don't know, I liked them. I, I bought, like, them. a shirt, and I was like, can you sign my shirt? Oh, that's and I was like, a little baby. And so that was, like, the first... my first experience loving a band. Yeah. So I was super into ska for the longest time. Um, you know, you just you can name any of the big ones like the, like the Mighty Mighty Boston, the, the Cherry Pop and Daddies, Mustard Plug. I don't know. You know, there was like a lot of
0: yeah, Mighty Mighty Boston's. I knew them. They yeah. were really big when I was in college because um, swing dance um, started to come in when uh... technical difficulties. Someone lost their wallet under the seat we were sitting in. Resuming now. Thank you. All right, sorry about that. Had a little, uh, see, when you go in live at Rook and Pond, things happen. Yeah,
1: there was somebody that but, had lost their wallet over yeah. here. They just needed a check under the no big couch big deal. or something. All right, no we were talking
0: about your. Uh, that,
1: pro- that proves that we, this is we a live are here
0: show. It's, it's, li- it's live ish.
1: Live ish. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Live ish streaming. Live, yeah. That's hard to say, live ish streaming.
0: Recording at Rook and Pond. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> All right, back to your music tastes.
1: Oh yeah, the ska. So yeah, I like ska a lot when I was a kid. It's bouncy and fun, and and then um, uh, real big fish, I guess was another one. streetlight yeah, yeah. manifesto. Yeah. That like, kind of came later. Um, there was like a lot of like Christian yeah. kind of ska that I was into as well when I was a kid. There was like, or more like, there's more like the punk side, um, like MXPX. I like them. And oh
0: god, I don't know any of those. Yeah, I only yeah. knew like the Biggies because yeah. I was in college. Swing dancing was coming in. Yeah. I, think I just said that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and. uh... So everybody, like, Swingers had just come out. Yeah. So it was, like, yeah. everybody yeah. was obsessed with
1: that. Okay. I really like Swing, too. Like, I really love Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was, it's like, the- when I, like, it's just fun, and I always it loved that. It is fun, yeah. So later in life, I kind of started to, in my teenage angry phase, yeah. I got teenage into angst. thrashy, terrifying mm-hmm. metal mm-hmm. music and stuff like that, and that's kind of, like, where we, like, when we were teenagers, we were, like, start a band and be angry, and, like, we just, you know. Did so uh, can,
0: can, would I know any of the band names that you liked? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, and <laughs> no, this, probably
1: uh, not. And You know, when, when people say, like, it's, it's not a phase, mom. <laughs> like, it was It was absolutely a phase, mom. Of course. It's, and, everything's and it's, a phase. Because, you know, liking a kind of music isn't a life. It's not a being. It's not yeah. a state of being. It's not, like, who you are as a person. You're not born that way. Yeah. So I don't feel bad saying, if you listen to metal music and metal music only, you have very narrow... <laughs>
0: Right. there's other things out there. And you need there. to
1: branch out. No, it's but it's it's a lot of fun. Like that genre is fun. I just had a lot of fun doing that when I was a teenager. Yeah. It was loud and fast. And
0: I liked uh, metal when I was a teenager, but it was like Metallica. Like the Black Album came mm-hmm. out when I was in eighth grade.
1: Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the hair metal then too.
0: I love. I still love hair metal yeah. very much.
1: But did like the Black Album like change things for um, you?
0: No. Because it was like guns N' roses kind of crossed the lines, mm. and i it, it was like that came out, and use your illusion one and two came out mm. like around the same time and that and those were those were it yeah okay. I was very excited I, I I remember clearly being at an eighth grade dance like swinging my <laughs> hair around like James uh what's his face Hatfield is that his name from a- James Dean no not James Dean. Who's the guy from Metallica the main the guy. biscuit
1: guy Jimmy Dean
0: no. <laughs> Uh...
1: Carl... You know, the guy. Yeah. James something. Yeah.
0: So, um...
1: I don't even remember.
0: I'm pretty sure that's it. But, um... Yeah, I remember doing that with my friend Jonathan Beam, who I have not spoken to since probably... That night. Yes. <laughs>
1: that fateful night.
0: Where we were headbanging. That's... Um And there used to be a show called Headbangers Ball. I've talked about this. Yeah, that I remember night. Headbangers yeah. Ball. Um, was, that was where they would premiere all the videos. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was on MTV, right? Yes.
0: Ricky Rackman. And, yeah. um... And that was when they premiered, like, November Rain. I probably already talked about this. I love November Rain so much, mm-hmm. the Guns N' Roses song, and the video and everything. Anyway. All right, moving back to you. So um, That's, yeah. So what was That's the, my history. Yeah, good, yeah. And, and, what, and so what are you into now?
1: Well, yeah, even just, pers- like, in my own musical endeavors, I guess. I did that for a long time, and then I kind of took this, like, long hiatus. I did other things, like, I made money DJing here in town, just, like, oh, dance yeah, parties yeah. and stuff like that. That was really fun. And then I got later... When I was really, really young, I tried cello.
0: Oh, really? Because I was
1: like, it was so cool to me, I just wanted to give it a try. Yeah. And it didn't stick, but it was fun to have yeah. tried. And then later, I was like, I kind of want to give violin a try. Okay, like, I want to yeah. branch into some of these... I mean, those instruments are mm-hmm. so difficult. They're yes. they're literally a life study. Um, and And I could have continued with that and I had a blast playing violin it was so much fun it was the same thing with like banjo like every week I was like oh my gosh I can do this a little bit yeah, better and it was yeah, those exactly. little things that like kept me going And but I didn't it didn't stick ultimately I just had other endeavors yeah. like I kind of got more into like athletics and other different things later yeah That was kind of more my
0: biking and stuff yeah, yeah. cycling and biking. cycling yeah that's the well, better well, well <laughs> I was a biker I bike, got a Harley rag, a bikers. there was a lot of bikers at the Greg Almond thing so, <laughs> a lot <laughs> Not cyclists.
1: they <laughs> yeah, all just roll up with their protein bars. Yeah, and... water bottles. Yeah. Oh, you'll be missed. More sound, sound effects. Oh, he's here.
0: Michael, Mickey. stop it! We're trying to record the
1: podcast. Oh my God! There was a thunderstorm outside, ah. and there was there was a chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> and the chimpanzee was eating a protein bar and drinking water.
0: <laughs> Michael, get out of here. <laughs> interrupting. Okay. We finally got Michael out of here. Winslow. Michael Winslow. (laughs) And uh, we call him Winnie.
1: Winnie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so, uh, okay, so what was the first concert you ever went to?
1: Actually, those ska bands. Like, there, there used to be this, like, they would have this church that I went to, I guess, at the time, tried to have these events where... It was just, like, a, space, a safe space where kids could yeah, go and yeah, listen yeah. to some of their favorite yeah. music. So there was, like, punk shows and ska shows and, like, hardcore shows. And uh, and those were some of the sh- first shows I ever went to when I was a kid. So That's awesome. Do was, you remember
0: the very first band you saw? Like, what about in, um, like, an arena setting?
1: So, into my... Teen years, I definitely went to a lot of shows, especially in Atlanta. Yeah, with Masquerade and Tabernacle, and um, and then there was like more local venues, and uh, and then I I kind of started to come towards Athens more, and I saw some shows out here. And my first show—it's hard to say. I can one story I can share is one of the first shows I saw in Athens was right when I moved here officially because I got a job at the 40 Watt.
0: Oh, yeah. I was
1: 18 and I worked at oh, the I 40 Watt. That. Mm-hmm. I worked there for like a year. It was just to like help pay bills yeah, and stuff sure. and So the first night I worked Manor Astro Man played oh. which is one of my favorite, favorite bands. bands I love them it's like surf rock surf yeah like uh,
0: from yoga like the they're not on Yoga but that kind
1: of that, what's the
0: band from Yoga um the,
1: of Montreal
0: no the one like the oh, one, I
1: guess they were just a guest yeah they, they were guests. Guest.
0: they sing the yeah I'll think of it anyway
1: okay um
0: but they're surf rock yeah
1: yeah I love Manor Astro Man and it was the first show that I worked here and it was um it was a lot of fun I I love that. I didn't really work at all that night. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just wandered around because I didn't know what I was doing, and I was just kind of watching like, a Kyle, show. Kyle, please work.
0: Kyle.
1: Yeah, I didn't even work. really care about me, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Not right away. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, go stand over there. And I was yeah. like, okay,
0: okay. I here's your flashlight. Plane, I like- yeah. <laughs> and I
1: just shined it on the floor.
0: You're like, hey, get away from stage. I'm like, hey, get off the stage.
1: Simba, everything the light touches is yours. <laughs> and I just, like, shined the flashlight <laughs> everywhere. Um... Uh, but the music now, the music I listen to now.
0: Yeah, what do you listen to now?
1: I mean, I, when I was growing up, you know, my father was a musician. And he loved, he had, I mean, some of his favorite bands and groups or artists were like, he really loved Kiss. He loved yeah, the uh-huh. era of like rock, especially like late 70s, yes. early 80s mm-hmm. Kiss. Queen. Uh, oh my that. God, Queen.
0: Yeah.
1: Elton John was one of his mm-hmm. favorites. Um, of course, he loved the Beatles. Like a lot of those like token classics. Yeah. That were, you know, that are um, so important for a reason. I love Queen. Queen is yeah. my all-time favorite group. That's My good. all-time favorite band. That's a good one. By far. And Freddie Mercury is my favorite voice probably of all time. Hard um, sec- to
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I guess it's impossible. Oh,
0: good.
1: Uh, and I love, I love uh, you know, like we listen to Dolly Parton. Ah, And love Dolly. I love Dolly, too. So there, I definitely have some of those, like, favorite groups, And admittedly, like, you know, nowadays I listen to a lot of even just, like, more easy listening stuff or, like, more, maybe if it's more folky or if it's more um, poppy. And my all-time favorite genre music right now is hip-hop. Oh, cool! I love hip hop. Yeah. Like that's what I listen to day in and day like out. Like current
0: hip hop or like kind of all older. over. Yeah, all
1: over. I mean, because when I was in Atlanta, I lived in Atlanta for a year.
0: Yeah.
1: And when I was there, they have the best hip hop radio oh, well, stations. Oh yeah. uh, Besides like Spotify, which I use Spotify to listen to all my music. Uh, not sponsored by Spotify, by the way. No, yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> I, I would like to be. I
1: use the streaming. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. See Spotify. Are you, Spotify listening? Li- you listening?
0: Spotify. You listening?
1: I find a lot of hip hop that way that I really yeah. love. But of course there's like the big hitters now, like the current ones, like two chains is one of my favorite. Yeah. His new album is so good. And, um, uh, I like future. I like Drake. Mm-hmm. I like, um, Gucci, you know, he's out of prison. I like post prison <coughs> Gucci. Yeah. His I old have, stuff is intense. I have to be honest. I, like it, I do
0: not know that much about this genre. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, Migos, I, I love used Migos. to really love, like when I was in high school, it was when like Dre and Snoop came out. Mm like, really big, and now, so... No, I could
1: talk about hip-hop for hours. Yeah, we could do... We'll,
0: we'll do a Skype podcast once. I'll, I'll get it... I'll listen to some current hip-hop. And okay. We can, we can Skype. That'll on. be fun. Because, because I think yeah, really... I don't the,
1: know about it yet. I, I do love it, and I really like the culture and history of it, too. Yeah. You know, uh, and there's countless documentaries oh, yeah. and, and books and stuff that you should check out. I, it's my favorite because it is such a quintessential American yes. art form. And, now it is, and it is um And it is so important... Um, it is a black art form like it's mm-hmm. so um, it's it's such a cool uh, point in, in music history and it's still so recent oh yeah
0: it's, really like last it's awesome like starting years. in like
1: the last 70 year like or er, 70 in starting in the 70s yeah it's um, like the in the dance halls and stuff yeah. um, you know moving on to DJs kind of starting to mix uh, in different ways and start like you know uh, looping, um, looping the same sixteen bars over and over again to like, and, and people rapping over it, and how rap evolved, and then right. uh, how it evolved into the West Coast, where guys like Dre and Snoop and yeah. um, N.W.A. and uh, and all those people were coming out of was so different than the East Coast, and and eventually um, people got inspired, like, uh, to to kind of you know what originated here in the South was like, you know, trap music, like. Like true like trap hip hop like T I started oh, I like his album I, yeah. his album trap music, kind of coined the term, and now I love a lot of Atlanta artists. I think that's also oh, yeah. particularly important for me because having grown up here and grown up around yeah. it, it's such an important part of the culture here because there's so many incredible artists coming out of Atlanta. Yes. You know, uh, Ludacris of course is a big one. Uh, and uh, nowadays there's like 21 Savage, and Gucci's you know from down here. Um, he's from East Atlanta. And there's like Migos. There's so much incredible hip-hop coming out of East Atlanta. Killer Mike, I love Killer Mike. Oh, yeah, and Killer
0: Mike's big. I've seen him on uh, different shows.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. so awesome. So, like, I think that's, that's a cool part of not only American history, uh, black history, and literally local history. Well,
0: and, you know, the banjo started out with, a, with as a slave instrument.
1: I did so, not know that. Yeah,
0: so it actually also originated you know, kind of the African-American
1: mm-hmm.
0: culture. So, and it has evolved, you know, to what it is yes. now. But, um, and, uh, I actually have really, Tim and I talk about a lot, how we used to kind of joke about Atlanta a lot and yes. getting loud here. Sorry, everybody. But, um, mm. Hey, it's the working pond. We're busy. Love it.
1: Yes. That's the, the hustle and the bustle hustle and
0: the bustle. But, um, and, but in the last probably five years since we've been really going to DragonCon more and just yeah. kind of staying in downtown Atlanta, we have discovered that, it's, that downtown Atlanta is incredible. Like, the, mm. there's so much to do there, especially even with kids and, like, uh, you know, Centennial Park is right there. There's yes. all these festivals. We go to Shaky Knees. And so we have really grown to love Atlanta, even though we used to really make fun of it all the time. But now we've kind of found the part of it that we really like. I also like kind of the Decatur area. Oh, I love Decatur. Yeah, and like our friends live in Tucker. That's a really nice little area. And, Mm. um, And it's really, it's kind of on the outskirts, but it doesn't really take long to get to downtown from there, you know. So anyway, just a little, just a little... Big ups to Atlanta.
1: And like Indicator, there's a cool venue there, isn't that where Eddie, Eddie's Attic is? It, is? I, I don't know. Eddie's maybe. Attic, I think that's there. You that should the check place, it out.
0: Okay, is that where they have the the downstairs, the live band karaoke, maybe?
1: Maybe I don't know. I don't know. There's so much. I've only I seen think, shows. Oh, okay, there. maybe I'm thinking
0: of somewhere else. Oh, I've been there. I saw um, Mel and the Party Hats there. We've talked about them on the podcast before. Cool, they were an okay. 80s, '80s cover band. Okay. So anyway, um, and then. Yeah, well you've already kind of told us some really amazing stories. So yeah, you have one more. Let's hear it. Oh,
1: I was gonna add one more thing to some of my other favorite artists. I just thought of it. Um, uh, definitely some of my favorite artists I've been listening to a lot of recently. Yeah. Sia. Of course I love Sia. I've been oh, yeah. listening to Sia for years. I used to play Jenny. I used to play video games. I would sit at the computer and I like her old like her like her some of her first albums. I've like I've always loved Sia. Uh, I love Solange. Solange's new yes. album is so good. Um, I love. Uh, what are some other new albums? I really like. Well, I th- like in the past couple days, yeah. uh, Jay Z's got yeah, a new album. Yeah, just came out yesterday. Um, they they just released a new like he just released a new album and he and Beyonce just released a new children. They yeah. have two new <laughs> yes. children.
0: I think I heard the names.
1: I haven't even yet. Sir.
0: It and was like, something else.
1: It was yeah. I haven't been paying attention. I figured they would tell us when they were when ready. When they were
0: ready, you know. Um.
1: And one of my other favorite, ooh, local Athens artists. Yes. that's something we can yes. talk about, right? Are you yes. down for that?
0: Yeah, we've talked about uh, who are some of your favorites. Yeah, I love Packway Handle Band. I've talked about them yes. a lot because uh, the banjo. Ch- yes. You know, clearly, I love I love uh, bluegrass and especially live bluegrass is so fun. Hmm. Tomorrow, actually, we're going to go to that uh, American Music Festival at uh, Foundry.
1: Cool. I heard about graduate. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a beautiful venue.
0: Yes, and it's kind of outside. Packway's headlining, mm. and I don't think we'll get to stay for that. But um, but actually, my banjo teacher Kevin is playing. Awesome. Tomorrow in a band called Neighbors.
1: I will say N-A-Y-B-O-R-S. that about.
0: N-A-Y-B-O-R-S. Like, nay! N-A-Y. Wait, is that a horse? <laughs> no, that's N-A-N-E-I-G-H, isn't it? A yeah. horse is NAY.
1: NAY. <sighs> Neighbors.
0: Anyway. Uh, yeah.
1: I will say that uh, about Chick Music. Their instructors there are incredible, and they're all an in incredible band. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that place so much. Yeah. They're all super nice. To yeah.
1: Me. Career um, musicians.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, he's playing that. And so I think we're going to head up there for the day tomorrow. Fun. Take the boys. And but, yeah, that, and, of course, you know, of Montreal. I and love
1: and of Montreal. my cousin's
0: band, Nicholas Malice and the Borealis. They're so good. Yeah. He's so, he's so good. He right. is really good. He's a
1: great good. frontman. Frontman? He,
0: he is a great oh. frontman. Frontman. <laughs> frontman. <laughs>
1: Hi. I'm Nick Malice. Frontman. frontman. It's hyphenated. <laughs> Malice Frontman. <laughs>
0: Yes, he was on the last. He was on episode three of this podcast. Cool. Yes, but he is quite a good frontman. Oh, it's getting loud. Wow. So,
1: uh,
0: yeah, we may have to take a little break and then decide if we can complete this. I may have to finish at home. But huh.
1: absolutely. Hold
0: on. We'll be back in a, min- in a minute. In a minute. This is the last and final segment of our podcast. I've enjoyed this so much, Kyle.
1: Me too. I've had, like, this is awesome. I really, like, we were just talking about, just during our break. Yeah. Um, I, love, I love podcasts, and I love interviews, and it's been great to talk yeah. to you. It's been so much fun. I, know. I Now, I'm excited to hear you play. To hear me play. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. so since my last lesson, I've been learning a technique called hammer-on. Okay. Okay? So basically, uh, it's, you know, playing the note... And then put, keeping the note playing, and then putting your other finger down, so it kind of makes the jaws sound. Yes. All right. And then also, uh, of course, the slide, which is Ooh. a little bit different. But I already kind of had learned that. So. So I'm gonna play Shady Grove, and it's not gonna sound like Shady Grove, <laughs> because it's gonna be like about, you know, there's a. Uh, You know like when you buy a replica and it's like 1 to 30? um,
1: Oh, scale? Yeah. Yes.
0: So my playing uh, speed is like 1 to 120 of like a professional banjo player. Okay. Let's just keep that in mind. So here goes Shady Grove. All right, I have to look at my book, so I'm not going to talk. Oh, boy. Something's wrong. That was it.
1: Wow, that's awesome. All right, it's a beautiful melody.
0: Now, I'm moving on to Worried Man's Blues. Mm. This has uh, the slide in it, not the hammer on. Got wow? it. Wow. Showcase. Wow. Michael. Mike. My- Stop. Stop it. <laughs>
1: Stop <God>. it, Michael. <laughs> We're
0: trying to get through this.
1: I, I think that's cool. So, these are each highlighting.
0: Yeah, and make. apparently these are very commonly used things. So like if you watch a player. Yeah. And I've actually just realized that I was trying to do the hammer with my finger two and three Mm. and i have realized just last night that if i do two and four i don't have to bend my hand a funky way and i I feel like because my hands are a little bit smaller that's the way i'm gonna do it and i asked my banjo teacher via text this morning Mm. he said that was fine confirmed (laughs) all right so this is worried man's blues okay That's about as good as I can play right now. That's awesome. It takes me a long time to to change the chords because I was doing a C chord with two fingers, Mm -hmm. and that one I had to do it with three fingers, which I'm getting better at it, but it's still...
1: Working on that muscle memory.
0: Exactly, that is a frequent term that my teacher uses. Mm. Muscle memory, and I have to also learn to just look up at the the left hand and not at the right hand. So you basically have to memorize the song with the the right hand, right, in order to play it with the left hand. In order to play the song, because you have to look at your left hand the whole that's, time.
1: That's cool though. You're good so far. Like that's awesome. I can. You're only gonna get better. Getting better. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, um, here comes my child. And he's crying. One second. Bye. Bye. Here we go with some more technical difficulties, but here is said son telling you some good advice. Okay, say it. Some sa- subscribe from the podcast. That was good. Do you have anything else to say? Yes. What do you want to say? Good riddance. What? <laughs> Okay, we have two uh, extra co-hosts now, as uh, my children needed a hug. (laughs) Uh, But what we were about to do was perform, actually, a song we have recently written together. Right, Kyle?
1: It's true. I'm very excited. very recently. I'm very excited. So welcome, Bruce, to the podcast. I'm glad you're going to be here for this part.
0: Can you say hi? Nope. It's good to see you. I'm going to miss
1: you, Bruce. I'm going to be leaving soon. No,
0: Kyle's moving. We're going to talk about it in just a second.
1: But we're going to have fun today.
0: Are we
1: gonna have fun? We're gonna go lunch, hang out, eat at Cali and Tito's. Where are you going after
0: you're leaving?
1: That's a good question. I'm going to Portland. I'm going to Portland, Maine. It's uh, it's far away, but um, my
0: far away. What's that? Why is that far away?
1: So it's a bunch of states over. It's like a totally different state. It's not even in Georgia anymore. So it's way way up north. That's where my family's from. And I'm excited to go live there. But I'm going to come back and visit, like, as often as I can. It's going to be cool. Like, it's going to kind of be cool to be in a new place and explore new things. Those There's going to be new fun things to Bruce. see. Those are great questions. Yeah, you're a good I'm like, interviewer. I'm being, this is a different section of the interview. I'm being I know, interviewed by, by a, baby. a child. Well, it's not is really wonderful. A baby. But Those are good questions, baby. Bruce.
0: Okay, so... Um, yeah, well, since we're already talking about it, what's yes. coming up for you? You're you're moving to Maine. We're going to miss you very much, because Kyle is the manager here at Brooklyn Pond. Yes. And so, and we, Kyle and I worked together a lot at the beginning. Oh my gosh, like, it was just Like, pretty much we were together, like, me. 20 hours a day.
1: Yeah, it was just you and me in the beginning. Just you and me. Just now. you and me. Okay. And, <laughs> um, and so, uh... It was a yeah, good time. i going to miss you. But, you know, you that's too. what Facebook
0: is good, and Instagram and things like Social that are Social media. Good for. We'll be connected. Yeah,
1: we'll be connected. Um, I'm moving uh, to Portland, Maine. It's one of my most beloved cities. Uh, you know, my family, like I said, my family's from there. You know, not in Portland, but from Maine. And I love that city. I've spent yeah. more and more time there over the past five years. Uh, you know, the food scene is is so great there. The, the beer scene is amazing, and those, you know, kind of like my forte, the kind of things I want to get into more and more kind of just the, um, you know, the finer world of food and drink, so there's kind of that going on, Uh, I've got family, Uh, I've always wanted to live near the ocean, so there's a lot there for me. How
0: close is that to the ocean?
1: Portland is literally like a peninsula, it's like almost a little, it's like connected to land by a bridge, like main, the downtown portion is an island essentially, Almost. Oh, that's awesome. And it's like, once it's like a, it's like a peninsula. Point five. It's like a little bit <laughs> a more. Of a peninsula. Yeah. A it's very, very peninsula-like. Um, but I'm excited.
0: Yeah. No. That I am excited for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit distracted
0: right now, but my children it's acting okay. up.
1: This is so much fun.
0: No, but um, all right. And so we're excited for you. We're going to keep up with you. We'll do a Skype podcast at yes. some point and um any advice for me on the banjo
1: don't stop
0: okay like don't
1: stop Uh, i think that um when people say like i'm doing this or maybe you feel self-conscious about not being good at it i can speak from personal experience i hate being new at anything i love being good at what i do or like at least being okay at it like because but it's because you know i i feel self-conscious you know like we all do but i you know i don't think what i feel is any different than anybody else it I just like to be good at things. Yeah. Or at least be tolerable. So I, practice, I, it's not so much as practice as it is, just don't give up. Yeah, um, and
0: I, I won't because I I bought it. So I bought the uh, banjo. Awesome. So I'm So if it's I was like renting it, yeah.
1: I think uh, my other advice too is uh, don't be too afraid to experiment, you know, like and do different things. You know, there's... Um, you know, like there's one, you know, like bluegrass is, you know, where banjo truly shines, but I think you can do some fun and funky yeah. things with the banjo, no, like about
0: that. do yeah. some
1: weird things that stretch your mind. I think that what's so cool about instruments, um, like language, or something, like it literally changes yeah. your brain, like yeah. the way that you think, like it changes the neural pathways in your brain to think differently. Um, so it's just a cool thing to kind of be tied into. Music is such a cool human. It's such a cool aspect of the human experience.
0: Yeah, very cool. Speaking of music, I think it's time for us to perform our yeah, song. You
1: had mention it. I'm so excited. Like, whoo, 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 whoo. I'm nervous. I'm so
0: nervous, you guys. So nervous. Oh, my, oh my god.
1: So, oh my god. Um, so the first song that we were working on is called...
0: Oh, oh we're doing, doing more than one.
1: We, we'll we'll see how this? much time we have. Okay, yeah. How much time we have. Yeah. Okay, so the first one is Bubblegum and Baseball Cards.
0: Okay. Yeah, right. Bubblegum and Baseball. I knew that.
1: Yes, you did. Uh-huh. Because we rehearsed it. We,
0: we did. This
1: we, is our original. Is,
0: yeah, we've rehearsed this so many times, and I'm ready now.
1: Okay, so I'm okay. going to give us a count off, and then we'll start. Okay. You ready?
0: Yeah.
1: And a one, and a two, and a 73. Every, Every now, now and then, I like to go, go down, down to, to the, the corner, corner store, store and, and I like, like to pick to up, up some ba- baseballs, baseballs and, and bubblegum. Bubble and also you know, I, I like, like to, get to get some ants, some ants on a log Get the celery the with the peanut and butter And the raisins, raisins on top. top Raisins on top Raisins on, on top, top. <laughs> Raisins on top Baseball cards and, and bubblegum gum. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Then there you go There you have That's it That's just a sample That was just a sample of our <laughs> song That we, have, we wrote a long time ago and did not just make up on the spot right here. Not at
1: all. Of course not. <laughs> my gosh. Like, I put so much time into that.
0: So much time. One more. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Okay, I so have a, a child sitting on my lap, and I'm going to do this.
1: That is the title of the song.
0: Oh, really? I have a child. That's right.
1: Right. I knew that. I have a child I, on my lap. I knew that. What did you say it was? <laughs> just to repeat for the audience, because I know what it's uh, called. Uh,
0: I, ha- <laughs> I have a child sitting on my lap, and I'm still going to do this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, Okay. so Here we go These These are are my my favorite favorite shoes shoes. I I like like to dance in these shoes shoes. I hate dancing in any any other shoes shoes. I've got a child On On my my lap And I'm still still gonna gonna do this this. I'm gonna dance my little little heart away away. I'm gonna dance all all day. day I've got a I child on my lap, lap and, and I'm, I'm still, still gonna, gonna do, do this. this.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! And there you have it, our number one hit. <laughs> I've got a child on my lap, and I'm still gonna do this.
1: Number one, as in that's the least number. That's the, yeah, lowest, the number. lowest number. the lowest number.
0: Number one in. Uh, as number, number one is in, in, is in the like, lowest. golf. Yeah, or or bowling. Yeah. Wait, in bowling. No, yeah. Yeah. Bowling. Bowling. Golf. That would be pretty good. That's right. Bowling. That's horrid. <laughs> yeah, bowling,
1: a bowling number one. Oh, my gosh.
0: All right, Kyle, it's been fun. It has
1: been so much fun.
0: And um, I will miss you, and we're, get, you. we're about to go get some lunch so we can cry together.
1: Absolutely. We're not going to cry. No. But thank you for having me on the podcast. I t- <laughs> Michael! Michael, you're interrupting. God, it's so this inappropriate. This was a
0: sentimental moment, and, it, and you ruined it. <laughs> Michael! All right. Uh, so from Kyle... Michael Winslow, and myself, and Bruce. And Bruce. We wish you the best, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you, Carrie. And another one.
0: Thank you for listening to Episode 6 of Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. As you can see, we're having a lot of fun with this, even though it is taking me a little bit longer than anticipated to get better at this than I should be right now. But one day when I'm a really famous bluegrass musician, we'll look back this and laugh and laugh. Or maybe not, but that's okay. I'm still having fun. See you next time on Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia.